This is so contraintuitive that we're on the one hand we're saying our oh, fiat money is like this the system is is faulty and it's it's damaged and it's done basically and at the same time we're pegging our own our own assets to those faulty systems. Hello and welcome again to the DAOs and DeFi podcast by Multifarm. I'm your host Squirrel and in this episode I get to speak to one yield optimizer who could very well rule them all. Welcome One Ring. Hello, Robin. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came into DeFi? Yes, for sure. Like I did this a million times, but I'm happy to do it all over again. Yes. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, my name is Robin. Like you already already mentioned, I'm located in Germany and um, my background is pretty scientific. I'm holding a master's degree in um, industrial engineering which is basically a mixture of mechanical engineering and economics. And I always liked the economics more. So I was doing some kind of freelancing for different companies. And I really felt like, oh, marketing is what I'm, what I'm really into. I love to, to talk to people and doing all of this marketing stuff and building strategies and such. And when I started out in crypto, which was like in the very last, very last chapter of the last bull run, and I got wrecked like crazy and i turned away from it and and i said myself i'm no never going back to this but as it is with crypto i turned back and i came back and i entered the market way earlier and um gradually i started to getting more involved just trying to support projects and and it came the day where all of this took so much of my time and gave me so much money i decided yeah just, let's just take this leap of faith and duck dig really deep into this and uh, from my point of view, and this is just my personal opinion, DeFi has the most inherent value for this. Like this is, for me, DeFi just makes makes sense. I get it and I, I love it because this is somewhat predictable and there is a mechanic behind this. And this isn't just about trying to predict the next pump or the next hype or the next anything. This is just about understanding how this works and just keeping up to date. And this is why I really like DeFi. And when our CEO approached me and offered me to to hop onto this and he explained me the basic idea, and this is, yeah, more than eight months ago now, um, I was just like, yeah, this is super nice. Make complex things easy. Yeah. And I just hopped onto this and joined the team. For the uninitiated who might not know you guys yet, just give us a couple sentences about One Ring. I dug really deep into DeFi and it took me a lot of time a lot of money, a lot of nerves. It was just like really, really tiring to really get into DeFi. And um, I have a lot of friends who got into into crypto by trading NFTs and such. And all of those guys, when I show them things like Curve, they are like, "No, I'm not going to use this one. No, yeah. just look, just look at it. What is this? I don't get it at all." And um, I've been experiencing this more and more that people just have a good amount of stable coins in their wallets and they're doing nothing with it. And when uh, Giuseppe approached me and he told me about the idea, this was just like the solution to it. Make those people um, able to join the whole space by making it way more easy to, to do so. And um, so we started building on this one. I joined the team when the basic idea was already already at the table. And for now, we're not planning to to expand into different things than stable coins. And looking at the market right now, it's a very wise decision mm -hmm. because like using stable coins, we have no impermanent loss. We have, don't have too, too much um, 
ex to explain to the people why their funds are melting away <laughs> and uh, due to impermanent loss and things like that. So focusing on stable coins for us is a very nice feature because as we're doing it, you can just put in funds you don't need right now. It's like many people have just a stack of stable coins waiting for your next opportunity. And instead of just mm -hmm. letting them sit, you can put it in our vault and just make some profit off of their funds without investing them. There's definitely an issue where you have to keep sort of rotating your capital into different farms. DeFi is just a whole another level to get into. Are you one of the only yield optimizers who are paying out in stables and also cross-chain? Yes, we did some some good market research. I, I'm, I mean, there's always someone doing some uh, something similar to what you're doing, right? Our main focus really, what differs us from, from other projects is First, we really focus to make it as easy as possible. So there's really only one vault, right? You can use this vault with, with different uh, stable coins. Like for now, it's USDT, USDC, and DAI. And you can just choose one of those and put them in there. You don't need to do anything else. So it's super easy. And we don't take any deposit or withdrawal fee. So we only take a fee on, on the profits, which is a very nice thing if you just think about you just want to park your funds for, for a short period of time. It doesn't make any sense if you start farming at a loss, right? So um, for us, it's just like even if you just want to, to put them there for, for a month, you can do so because we will only take some of your profits, nothing from your, from your base. Um, and third, we're going cross-chain. This is something um, many projects do, but we are doing this very slowly because we want to build a real community on each chain. We, you can look at some things like Alk Finance and they have like a thousand integrated chains, but not too much volume and not too much happening there. So it's always about getting engaged in those communities, getting to know them, how they work, how the overall sentiment is in the community. And right now it's Phantom and I'm loving it thus far in the Phantom community. Yes. And I see you've also got plans to integrate Cardano, Polkadot. And was it Terra? Oh yeah, basically we're looking at all the all the um, different protocols that are the blockchains that offer some kind of DeFi. Um, we're pretty far with the development of the Solana product. Actually, we already shared some alpha, some first first insights, and um, with this, we're going to introduce a complete new model to the uh, Voltshare token model, which will be the one USD model. But I think to explain this one, we would need. Way more time. <laughs> it's pretty complex. Also, Terra is quite interesting, I think, especially for the stable coins. And seems to be a lot of interesting opportunities on there. Definitely, definitely. Terra is something we're already looking at. Like the whole Cosmos thing is very interesting. Cosmos, and, we are, and we already have like uh, uh, Dev House looking at this. And we're in discovery phase for this one. But if you're trying to tackle too many things at a time, this can get crazy and we're trying to to prevent any any big big failures so we're trying yeah. to move slow but steady and just keep providing nice partnerships and such instead of just trying to make people excited over nothing if we do put something out um, to get excited about it's going to be something to be excited about definitely i'm just thinking you must have like a huge amount of devs working for you i mean i know how how complicated that can be and and also cosmos which you just mentioned just now i think it's a whole different system right it is especially if, if you're only looking at evms it's it's not easy 
because you still have those communities. Even if you go to, to Avalanche or something like that, you will need to dig, dig into those communities or you will see no traction at all. Like this is a big portion of all of this. It's not only dev work, but it's all, all also like community work, which is very important. But yeah, there are many devs working on this. Um, even even Solana has Rust instead of Solidity. So yeah. we need to, to build com something completely new for this one. And um, But it's pretty exciting and, and we're very happy with the progress thus far if you're looking at classic classic business uh things like this take years and years in crypto everything is on steroids so <laughs> the development too the other thing is the design of the site is really crazy <laughs> i mean like i love that about DeFi. like you know you were talking about phantom and one of my favorite uis is later the next i just think it's really fantastic and you guys have this great kind of lord of the rings meme thing what was the starting point for that? Uh, this this basically comes from from two different ways. Like the the first thing was just out of out of fun, having fun and yeah. saying like one ring to to yield them all instead of one ring to rule them all. And we laughed and we said, yeah, this is cool, let's do yeah. it. And um, yeah, you always have got to have in the back of your mind in in DeFi or in crypto in general, you can do things you could never do in in normal business. Like having these themes and handling millions of dollars just isn't fitting for for most customers but in in crypto you can do that and we decided to to have some fun adding to that a ring is an infinite object right it's just like it has no end and we want to keep adding different features to this ring like maybe i can i can go too deep into this but maybe you will see features like an automated function where you can just take your yield instead of auto compounding it you can put it in an index fund for instance just mm -hmm. just an example but like we want to be a one-stop shop. You you go there, you put your funds very easily, and you can choose what to do with those funds and try to diversify your portfolio without needing to study the whole mm -hmm. the whole ecosystem and study crypto in 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 general. Like this needs so much time to go yeah, so deep so. into it. You really know what you're <laughs> doing. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the strategies that you guys are currently deploying. I saw on Twitter that you've got. A DGN optimizer, is that right? I really want to know what that's doing. <laughs> oh, this is basically, this is just, from our end, it's just trying to help people to make the most out of their funds, right? There are so many, we're offering different different things. You can provide liquidity on, on Spooky or on Spirit, or you can provide liquidity on Beethoven. All of those um, LPs are boosted with farms already. So you can just follow this route, starting with just stable coins, and you can keep using those funds for different occasions and put them in different places and you will just have a, a passive revenue stream mm -hmm. um, and it just keeps adding up. You can just go in circles with this whole DGEN optimizer and it's it's pretty fun to to see how people react to this. They're pretty happy to just have this like very short um, introduction basically or, or uh, how, how to make the most out of their funds. And yeah, it's taken pretty pretty nicely thus far and i saw that you have uh beats bribes included in that as well yeah right yeah. if you basically if you're farming beats and you're staking those you will be eligible for for getting involved in the voting and um by doing so you can receive some bribes we bribed the guys from from beethoven like crazy and i think this can be a really big uh, revenue stream if you're doing it right you can you can receive some big bribes so investors can also stake ring so I just wanted to ask, what's the 
inflation or the emissions like for that in the first year or two? Oh, you can basically, if you really want to want to look at it in detail, you can have a look at our whole tokenomics table. But basically, since we have a fixed supply and um, we're not tapping into most of our own funds, like team funds, they're even locked lock longer than a year, right? They are just starting to unlock in a year. Mm -hmm. So um, the emission is basically only coming from the seed and from the um, from the private oh, rounds. Indeed. So we, we won't keep minting. Like this is 100 million ring and that's it. And we already burned a big portion of this one because we burned all leftovers from the LBP and such. So we kept burning pretty big amounts already. So it won't be a too crazy emission rate and um, yeah, pretty, pretty constant. I saw that you could also use ring like as a governance token. So I was wondering if that means you guys are thinking of moving to becoming a bit more decentralized or a DAO? Or... I think decentralization in general makes sense. It just makes sense to not having this entity being in full control. But I think full decentralization can cause problems. I think every one of us already experienced sending some funds to the wrong address, like, and you're you're wrecked, right? There's no one who can help you because, like, this is decentralization. So it has some downsides. And for now, we are still pretty centralized because we are moving those funds and such. But we are already working on getting this fully automated. Like, in the the primary goal of ours is this that the whole system will work without us. Um, being like this entity who needs to take care of everything, mm -hmm. but there will be still some kind of centralization. I think decentralization, we're still pretty far from being really decentralized, right? This is even those two, most, I think most of the guys who pretend <laughs> to be decentralized aren't yeah. fully, but we are moving towards there. I really think it's, it's important to have voting rights and such for the community because, um, Crypto is also very much about getting involved. And if people don't feel like they can have any impact on the project, it's not interesting for them. So getting the community involved, getting them into the whole process of where the project is moving is super important to us. So we're definitely moving in that direction. It's great that you're you're very upfront about that because a lot of projects kind of just stick the word DAO at the end. Yeah, a trigger word. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a trigger word. This is like... We've seen this crazy, crazy hype of different, uh, yeah, I need to call them shit coins because most of them are, mm -hmm. and just putting out these things like, yeah, we're going to have our own decks and we're going to have this and that and we're going to have our own chain and stuff like this. This is just like vaporware and we're trying to stay away from this. Like I already said, when we announce something to get excited about, it's going to be something to get excited about and it's not going to be like two years from now and things like that. I think everyone who's into crypto a while is is getting tired of all this stuff. We're yeah. also avoiding <laughs> KOLs, like all this KOL stuff and AMA over AMA. Just like there are things that are so overused, people are just numb for those marketing channels. So our approach is more like getting rid of those gatekeepers who just try to take a portion of the money and hand the money to the people instead of paying gatekeepers for promoting us. So this is mm. this more our approach. I noticed that nearly everyone on your team is doxed, actually. So some of us were, were in into CyberFi. And um, yeah, all of us have a pretty decent experience in, in crypto at all, but mostly in 
in DeFi. All of us are real DJs and real DeFi nerds. So, and I think you you gotta have this to to make this work. And you feel like this is working when you're looking at those bribes and such. And our CEO Giuseppe is just a mastermind of how the brains of DeFi's work. This is just like crazy. He always comes up with the next idea that's just genius to to get those those people hyped that need to be hyped. Because right now we're talking to big stablecoin funds and things like that, and that will really help to ramp up the TVL. In your team's point of view, what is a good DeFi project, apart from being decentralized, as you said earlier? Oh, from I can I can only speak for myself. Like yeah. my my personal approach is, I tend to listen to my gut. To be honest, like I do all of this, uh, all of the. Um, DR, I need to do, I really look into this, but still in the end of the day, you, you can get wrecked no matter what. And I always try to get a feel of how the team's working. I listen to some of their, like those podcasts we're doing right now. I'm listening to those guys and I'm trying to get a feel for myself. But you, since we're in this decentralized place and in this, yeah, very anonymous place, it's pretty easy to get wrecked. Yeah. And this is something you, you always need to have in the back of your mind and always be, very cautious with with where you put your funds but basically what we are doing is we try to be as transparent as possible we're having like different audits to be done to make sure there are no backdoors in this so people can see the code and be super secure about how to use it and as we are stepping away from being the centralized organization there's not much we can do to scam people right this is i don't i don't really I don't really see a way how to do this even. And we never put a thought into this, just being as transparent as possible. We're docs, like you already mentioned, and we're getting audits and we're, uh, you can take a look at all those TXs that are happening. So there's, there's no way of, of preventing this fully, but like, yeah, I think the, let alone the decision of going fully doxed is, is a big sign of being very confident about what we are doing because crypto is a harsh place, a very harsh place. And you, really need to put some thoughts into if you can take this. And we did, and we decided we're so happy with what we're doing. We will take the, we will take the shitstorm if it's coming um, as a person. I really, really love the, the UI and I really love the humor in the sites. And I love how simple it is that just paid out in stable coins. There's no sort of fancy ponzinomics. It would have been nice to see like maybe in-depth strategies do you think that's something you'd ever show outright or do you think that would sort of hurt you guys if you give all your trades and what you're buying what you're you're doing with all the investments because i know huff from refi does this he just has a blog and he just posts everything that he's done or he tweets it out the big difference here is we're not investing in in a way those guys are doing, right? We're not buying into any project and stuff like this. We're just trying to find the best positions to take to uh, generate a, a yield, right? This is something completely different. But um, yeah, in, we want to go get to a place where we have all of this being handled by algorithms. We already teamed up with the guys of Yield Monitor, which are doing a fantastic job by tracking all of the um, historic data from all these different farms and places we're using. And they are even building with us a, like a, a system where you can uh, calculate the impact you will have on the pool you're getting into and the yield that will come out of it once you're in it. And if it's even worth swapping the different strategies by calculating in the swapping fees and s- such things. So this is very complex in the back end, 
but it's pretty easy to use on the front end. This is where we're going. We're trying to make people uh, access those very complex strategies by in a super simple way. And you can just go into our app and have a look at what um, farms we're using right now. There's always like this plate that we're using for, let's say, uh, Spooky Swap and such. And you can follow those different places we're using. But I think as far as I'm informed, you can't really track how these funds are split up between these different uh, places we're using. I'd like to ask you about stable coins, because everyone is talking about inflation also outside of crypto, especially in regards to the US dollar. I just wondered what your thoughts are on that. If the dollar is depreciating for the next five years, would you still yeah. stick to the US dollar? Or would you look at other sorts of fiat currencies or even other assets, perhaps? So actually, again this is my personal my personal opinion on this because like i the exact question you're asking right now i kept asking this so many people i've worked with in crypto like this is so contraintuitive that we're on the one hand we're saying oh fiat money is like this the system is is faulty and it's it's damaged and it's done basically and at the same time we're pegging our own our own assets to those faulty system and i really don't get it at all like i feel like we shouldn't be pegged to fiat currency at all if we want to have a, a completely different approach and offer an alternative to the system it doesn't make sense to be linked to it this is for me it's basically a little bit like being a layer two solution which is great i, I love those layer two solutions but you're always dependent on this other existing system so from my point of view there will be some kind of solution to this not pegging to the the fiat currency system but there will be a solution inside of crypto but for now, even if the US dollar is inflating pretty heavily, I'm a happy hippo right now because I'm based in Europe and the euro is even inflating heavier than the US dollar right now. Okay. As so my stable coins are actually worth more in euro right now. So yeah. this is always an, an up and down. Yeah, but I, I really think we should find an alternative to not being bound to the, the inflation of the fiat currency. And yeah, great question overall. I really, I really kept asking myself the exact same thing. The whole stablecoin system is, is, is the biggest question mark in crypto for me right now. Of course, if we if we manage to get uh, consistent returns, like way above what the inflation rate is, I mean, I, it was supposed to be 7% a year. I don't know how much it's going to be next year. I mean, it also makes sense because crypto is still so volatile at the moment. And, you know, maybe we just have to hold both for the time being. And then there's the, yeah, the questions of regulations. And I think this is mostly just in America. Oh, actually, actually, I don't know if you're aware of this, but today, on this exact day, the uh, European Union, the big parliament of the European Union is deciding on whether or not they're going to forbid any proof of work stuff in Europe. So... Basically, they're deciding today if there's going to be Bitcoin mining in Europe allowed anymore or, or if it's done. So yes. this is, uh, they are starting to regulate. And I think Biden already already put out some statements for the US, which which really um, helped a lot for the price for a short term. But there will be regulations and I really hope for regulations. But I hope this is going to be uh, good regulations that just yes. do what they're supposed to be, regulate and not wreck so and not make it damage too much of the whole ecosystem yeah we should always look at the long term right especially for for crypto you always need to to look at the long term and 
those people who always try to flip, most of them get burned. Like there will be some yeah. very guys, but it's always like these, yeah, these very few people who are super lucky to make the big pick. And it always looks like everyone can make it, but the harsh reality is most of those guys will just get burned. So from my point of view, DeFi is a way better place for anyone who's not who's not just hoping on their luck. Like for me, it's gambling with those uh, those tokens and trying to predict the next big trend is super risky. And I'm, I'm sticking to DeFi for especially right now, because like I just put my stables into into wandering and different protocols and getting a passive income instead of trying to to find the one asset that will pump in a red market. It's just like it's luck. Nothing but luck. Do you think we'll be able to keep these 20% plus APRs on stable coins for much longer? I, I don't see it coming that we will have like those super high rates anymore, but like it doesn't need to be that high. This is like the the uh, like the golden age of, of DeFi and crypto. But as long as we stay above the interest rates of the classic economic, it, we're fine, right? If I'm looking at my, my personal bank account in Germany, I'm having a negative interest rate on my savings on the yeah. bank account. Like yeah. it's melting away. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's crazy here. So um, I'm I'm pretty confident that as long as you're offering the best option among the given options, you're golden. It's it's always a relative thing. So mm. people kept asking us what is what happens to the APY if we're going down more, if the bear bear keeps raging, and I always answer just like you always just need to offer the best option. And this is the big upside of what we are doing. We're not having our one place to to put your funds. We're just the guys who keep putting the funds in the best places. So we can always try to pick the best option around, which is the best option. So for, for me, it's all about just being offering the best version that's available right now. I wonder where you see DeFi headed, say, in the next one to three years, um, especially in terms of being a yield optimizer. And where you think you guys will go? I think trying to predict the next one to two years is like trying to predict the it's next impossible. ten to twenty years in in, in <laughs> classic business. I'm I'm very certain we will see way more complex systems for really using your funds. Even in, in Phantom, we just started this whole bribing thing and things like this. I, I really think we will move more into the direction of making people lock up their funds to even generate some more income and things like this. This is like we always seen the staking, investing stuff, but I think we will see way more complex strategies mm -hmm. to use your funds to get voting powers and stuff like this to just bring a new layer to all of this. And our personal road will be going in the direction of having this two token system with the one USD dollar, which is going to be a stablecoin basically, and the ring token as a governance token, um, where we just have very nice systems. I, I can't tell too much any at, at this time and uh, at this point in time, but you really got to watch this closely because this is like, we talked to some of our big advisors who are in frog nation and stuff like this, which isn't a nice topic right now, but <laughs> in general, those guys are very, very well educated on the overall, how even fiat currencies work. And we're trying mm -hmm. to build a system where we can always be flexible and um, try to adapt to the current market situation. And this is going to be super nice. Having these two tokens um, supporting one system will be very, very interesting to watch. This is something that hasn't been done before and our advisors are very eager that this could maybe change things up in, in total. 
I love that you guys are on Fansom, by the way. Yeah, super nice community, very positive vibe. It has mm. been a bit damaged by the by the news of the last days and weeks, but still super, so. super so positive. Yeah. Very exciting. So I really look forward to seeing how it goes and keeping up with the developments and everything. Thank you so much, Robin. Thank you so much. Very, very nice talking to you. And you should go into Phantom right now. Like yeah. the system, these all of the fundamentals are the same. Just some persons left. And I advise anybody to um, look at the fundamentals and not getting into this whole hype around just single persons. I mean, like just just look at the, the tech and not the persons. <laughs>